0: Welcome to the Fit Vegan podcast, the show where we help you live your leanest and healthiest life on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, bodybuilder, and powerlifter. I have been vegan for 9 years and have coached over 300 vegans to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you today to listen to this episode. Let's get into the show. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all having an amazing start to your day. So today will be a little bit different than a usual podcast. I did an Instagram Live with my good friend, Alex, who's a vegan Ironman, who just had an incredible uh, story from you know cutting alcohol from his life, being alcohol-free for a few years now from his dog, helping him go vegan. It's very intriguing and interesting story. He shared a lot of value as to how he feels himself as a vegan Ironman and what that whole process was like for him. And what allowed him to stay on track with veganism and with his training, and it basically was allowing him to push the boundaries of the physical limits that the body can handle. And so, uh, the live's gonna be play right after this. Um, so if you guys don't know, I do make IG lives every single week, so you guys can be sure to stay tuned for those. But this one was so good that I had to put it on the podcast. So, enjoy the upcoming episode. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're all having an am- amazing start to your day. Uh, welcome to this amazing live that's about to happen with my good friend. Uh, Alex, who is a vegan Iron Man. So I'm super excited to, to be chatting with him today. I know not need a few minutes before he jumps on, so I'll just wait for a few of you guys to, to jump on the live. So just a reminder, if you're watching live, be sure to comment live. If you're watching as a replay, be sure to comment and replay in the comment section below. If you do have any questions and you're watching on the replay, be sure to comment them down below and tag myself or Alex and we'll be able to answer them for you. Again, really excited to hear and for alex to share his story with you guys because he just had a, a, a crazy story to get to where he is at now to be vegan and to be competing in ironman as some of you guys know if you're new to me um i used to compete in ironman as well um i did pretty much every single transformation physical transformation performance thing that you can do with your body uh, i think i stopped competing about oh man is that almost two years ago i think almost two years ago i stopped competing in ironman but i used to do um Olympic distance triathlon and half Ironman distance uh, fully as a vegan. So I'm really excited to hear um, Alex's perspective as to how he got there, how he's training, how he's fueling his training and his performance and his uh, recovery. So you guys are on the live right now while we're waiting for uh, Alex. How many of you guys are vegan and how long have you been vegan? And I'm curious if any of you guys have ever done um, an Ironman or any endurance event. So whether that is... Marathon, long distance, um, some swimming, some Olympic distance, triathlon, some half Ironman, some full Ironman, Man's, thank okay. you. Um, I'm curious to we have some endurance athletes uh, in the audience today. I see we've got a few people. Luscious Jungle, that's a great name. Uh, Kyle, what's up, brother? Hope you're doing well. Bebop Fit, you guys have awesome handles. He's getting very creative with these handles. All right, let me see here, this is for you guys. Awesome. So as Alex comes on, then we'll be able to to show a bit more uh, details into his story. So if you're watching replay, I think you click on the right side of the screen, you'll be able to skip through um, a little bit until he he comes on. But yeah, one thing I do want to mention for vegan Ironman and uh, competing, for me personally, it changed drastically how I was able to recover, which therefore affected my performance. So some of you guys that are vegan, you already know the amazing recovery benefits from eating vegan you do get benefits if you're eating vegan and some type of processed food but the closer you get the whole food plant based the better your recovery becomes the better you're able to kind of like like reduce inflammation in your body not so get rid of the lactic acid but you're just giving your body more building blocks in terms of vitamins and nutrients and minerals so that your body can do what it needs to do in order for you to recover and the name of the game when it comes to performance, and especially long, long distance endurance events is uh, recovery, right? Because you're going to have to train so often in order to be able to perform these long distances, you need to get your body used to being on the pavement, running for that long, swimming for that long, cycling for that long. And therefore you're going to have a lot of training sessions. And the name of the game when it comes to being able to perform is how many training sessions you can get in. If you get, if I get 10 training sessions in in a week and you only get five, at the end of the year, who's going to be the better athlete, right? Chances are I'm going to be the better athlete because I got double the amount of workouts per week than you did. And for a full year, that's a lot of workouts that I got more done more than you did. Right. And so how are you able to train more when it comes to endurance, right? Not when I'm talking about fat loss or shifting body composition or anything like that. How are you able to train more Then the name of the game is just recovery? Right. And one of the key things that are going to impact your recovery, some of them are going to be obviously your nutrition. It's going to be the play the biggest role in terms of how fast you'll be able to recover. And second is going to be your sleep. Right. And you fall into hydration, stress management, and all that. But sleep and nutrition are going to be the two biggest factors that are going to affect your speed of recovery. I don't know if you guys ever went for like, I invite you to try this out. Go for a really hard training session, a training session that you don't normally do. It's just out of your zone of comfort and then go eat some terrible food after and see how you feel the next day and two days after and then go do the same workout maybe two weeks later but then after that go fill your body with whole food plant-based options and just keep eating healthy and watch how much faster you recover the day and the following day right like mentally you're going to be in a different headspace but physically your body is going to be a lot less uh, sore and a lot less in pain because again you'll have reduced inflammation you will have given your body the building blocks that it needs in order to recover for your session, all right? I see you got a few members of the Tribe. You got Neha, Kyla, good morning, Aksan, good morning, Emily, good morning. Beautiful, a lot of amazing people on the live today. Perfect, so guys, any question while Alex comes on, any question you have for myself, you can ask them in the comment section box or in the comment section. Um, any questions you have for Alex, be sure to ask them there as well. And then we'll be able to answer them for you. Um, Alex did text me that he was just coming back from the gym. Um, so I'll be able to jump on shortly. Beautiful. So guys, let me know where you're from and for how long you've been vegan. I want to see for how long you guys have been vegan for. All right, there you go. We have Alex right here. Beautiful. So you yeah, guys, any questions you may have, this is your opportunity to do so. We're letting Alex in. Probably going to have to reframe to my camera because it always changes every time we do a live with someone. There
1: you go. Uh, we're, hey man, are you
0: <laughs> What's happening? What's up man? It's been a while.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. Did uh, Spartan, was that the last time we saw each other? <laughs> I think I was the last time. Oh man, too long. <laughs> yeah, how you been? I've uh, been good. Been good. Been good. Busy. So can't complain, you know. Same old grind, training, working, walking the pub. Good man. What? When's the? When's the next race? Oh well. So as of right now, the next thing that I'm for sure doing is uh, another Tough Mudder in San Bernardino on April ninth, I believe. That that's like the next thing I have officially on the calendar. So I was planning on doing Oceanside again. So I had I just did Oceanside the day before Halloween. So end of October. Cause it's usually in the spring, but it, yeah. with all, you know, COVID and everything, it got deferred. And so I was like, well, that was a great race. It's in California. I want to go at it again, PR. And then uh, I went to register and sold out. So <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I was like, all right, well, what's next in line? And that was Ironman Galveston went to register, sold out. So. um, a lot of these, uh, the, the, these spring season Ironman races, at least in North America, are, are sold out already. So it's kind of one of those, you know, like, didn't jump on it, so it uh, looks like we're training or, you know, le- leading up to late summer, potentially fall, as far as Ironman triathlon goes. But now, the next objective for me is to run the Leona Divide, which is a uh, 100-kilometer trail run and that's so that's going to be coming up end of april i think it's april 23rd so about two two months and change out from now uh we're gonna we're gonna start i'm 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 looking to do that with our buddy chris and uh we're gonna we're gonna start gearing up and and, and
0: get the leona divide going
1: sweet yeah because I,
0: I did see it here i think your trainer chris i think it was to do oceanside right was chris gonna do it
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the plan. That was the plan. And then we we went to sign up and it was like registration sold out. So it's like, oh, okay. Well, it's the thought that counts, right? So we're definitely, I mean, we're keeping swim bike run on on the schedule for sure. Um, But with (laughs) it being later, uh, in the season now, as far as doing an Ironman of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. as far as doing an Ironman event, it's looking like it'll be a little bit later in the season, which for me is fine. You know, um, I'm I I'm totally cool with that because I wanna I wanna do a nice, steady gradual you know uh, taper up into into the race, and having just done one you know like that, it's just been scratched a little bit. So for me, I'm I'm really into ultra at the moment and kind of want to see, I, I want to do a hundred miles ultimately. So gearing up closer and closer to that, having just done 50K for the first time, going after a hundred K next, and then a hundred miles after that. Is
0: a is hundred miles 160 cars? Is it is it 160 or 120? I think it's 160. Okay, it, 1. Yeah, so.
1: kilometer is like almost, it's like around one and a half.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a long distance to run, man. Well, dude. Yeah, uh, So it's a long distance. It's a long time to run. I uh, saw Chris. Yeah, I mean, running. it's a long dis- distance to drive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's two hours, man. It's almost like oh, 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 two right, oh, oh. Yeah. I, I saw Chris comments that he's going to beat you again, so we got a little bet going on between you two. Yeah,
1: yeah, we, uh, yeah. Let's just say his timing chip was one second in front of mine at the Bulldog Ultra Marathon.
0: Okay. <laughs> one second. That's pretty close. well sprint at the end. That's how you need it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, a wins a win, but
0: yeah, it's, you can change. Some us there. Yeah. <laughs> some well, of us were there. Dude, I, I, I want to do a, a live with you for just because like, obviously, like you jumping on being, oh, I'm gonna do a hundred, I'm gonna do a hundred mile, doing a hundred kilometer race and then doing Iron Man. Ironman. Like, what the fuck? Like, I can't even comprehend being able to like exercise for that long, uh, even if it's just at home. So dude, I kind of want to <laughs> Chris, if you're not first your last <laughs> great line. Um, yeah. Well, dude, I just kind of want to bring you on and just for you to kind of share like how you, how you got there, right? Because you weren't always vegan. You weren't always like crushing the 100 kilometer races, nice cup of coffee, um, essentials, <laughs> right? Like you weren't you weren't always doing all of these things. And I'm a big believer that Everyone can accomplish whatever it is that they want as long as they train for it, right? You didn't get to where you're at now just being, oh, I want to do this and therefore I'm able to do it. So do you mind kind of sharing like how you got to this place? So like first of all, just being vegan. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, you know, for those of,
1: of you that are on here that aren't familiar with who I am, you you hit the nail on the head with the fact that this is not how my life was up until relatively recently. I mean the last four and a half years have been a, a really huge, huge evolution for me. Prior to that, my life revolved around alcohol and and drug abuse and, and, and music and you know, a lot of things like that. But it was wake up, where's my next drink? You know, where's my pack of smokes? And what kind of important things can I avoid today? Mm -hmm. And that was, that was the way that I lived my life. And it wasn't until my dog Bodie came into the picture. So five years ago, this puppy fell into my lap and essentially became the first presence of tangible responsibility that I was able to see, you know, and I was like 24, 25 at the time. And one night I was sitting up with him and uh, sitting on the couch, having a few beers. I got my pup in my lap. He's like, you know, five months old, I think something like that. And I watched this film called Okja, which um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but it's a uh, really, really great film. And the movie is centered around this girl who grows up in the countryside on her grandfather's farm. And the, her grandfather was given this genetically engineered giant super pig to raise. And the pigs take 10 years to come to harvest. So this girl's grown up with this pig as her best friend. for for the first decade of her life. And he's 10 now and they come and they take him away. And so the whole movie is her chasing them down to get him back. And it just hit home so hard, so hard for me. And it's really, really centered around like the reality and cruelty of animal agriculture and how each and every single one of these animals in that system is an individual that does not want to be there. These animals are forced into the situation against their will. There, it's a it's a non-consensual situation. And so, you know, for me being there and having Bodhi and just right place, right time, stars aligned and the, the fucking floodgates opened, you know, and I was just bawling my eyes out. I'm like, oh man, I can't, I can't do this. Like I can't eat animal. And so I, I decided to go vegetarian that night and that was, that was, that would be the thing, you know, that really tipped the snowball off the edge of the mountain to start gaining momentum towards making better decisions. So over the next several months, I started, you know implementing this new core value in, in all of my decision making, like, ooh, let me double check that label or let me ask what's in this you know, or like, you know what? actually, uh, can I send this back? You know I, you know uh, I'd rather there not be dairy in it or you know I'd rather not pay for that or was this shampoo tested on animals? Like just taking that split second, to see if this next thing I'm about to do aligns with my values or, or this, this, you know, this newfound core value that I've decided to implement. And that ultimately would, would get strong enough at, you know, as an impulse or an instinct within my decision-making that when I would go out on my final bender and wake up from a three and a half day blackout, that got filtered through that, that, that buffer that code of ethics of does holy shit does this align with my values does this align with the kind of person that i want to be because i realized in that moment when i woke up that i was harming Bodhi. yeah that that these choices that i was making to act out uh or react to my emotions in a single moment as opposed to looking at the broad spectrum of, of the effect of my actions it's not vegan at all I'm like, I'm going to die in this apartment when I overdose or drink myself to death, um, which was a very, very, very present and real reality with the nature of how I was drinking at the time and what's gonna happen to him, you know? So that all clicked in a moment and was like, wow, this isn't who I wanna be. This isn't who I tell myself I wanna be. And so in that moment,
0: um, I decided to give it all up. Dude, gives me chills. Um, I love hearing people's moment, like the moment where like it just clicks and it, everything just makes sense. Maybe you've seen it before, maybe you've heard about it before, but it's just like it wasn't the right time. So I'm, yeah, that time happened for you, man. So how how fast was that switch? Obviously, having that moment, was it just like cold turkey, or was it like a transitioning slowly out and then started-
1: No, it was it was cold turkey. I gave up uh, drinking, cigarettes, narcotics tylenol like a- any anything um that was problematic or or essentially pharmaceutical you know um in in that moment right then and there and for me mainly like so my main issue was alcohol i i had been an alcoholic i fell in love with alcohol at 13 and was already an alcoholic like functioning in a dependency at 17 and it would go on for 10 more years from there so so getting alcohol out of the picture and keeping alcohol out of the picture has always been the main objective. It's the it's like the sun to my solar system of recovery. It's good that it's referred to as a DOC, your drug of choice, you know. So in recovery, yeah. you 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 bring a lot of focus to 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 your DOC and what and what was that thing for you? And it can be different for everybody, you know, especially when we're having addictive impulses. Some for some people it's ice cream, you know, eating disorder. Sure. Um, you know, some people it's Uh, Social media, porn, whatever it might be. You know, for me, it was alcohol. That was something that I could not go a moment without thinking about. When's my next drink? Where's my next drink? How fucked up am I going to get today? You know? So it was like, it was cold turkey. I white knuckled the shit out of my sobriety. And I didn't go to recovery either. So it was like, I'm just going to change. I'm going to change. And it was because I I had built up enough trust in myself because of going vegan, mm-hmm. I, I just that was just enough trust in myself that I needed to to believe that I could accomplish this. And so, so with that that combination of that faith in myself and that desire to to change was was like the perfect storm to be like, let's fucking do this. And so, from that moment forward, initially it was like, okay, well, let's I got to make it through this detox because you know. White knuckling alcohol can be very problematic. It can it can be really hard on the system. It's 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 actually pretty dangerous to do to just stop drinking because of the volume that you're consuming. But luckily, I had just spent the last several months learning all about the plow the the, the power of plant based diet, and so it was like okay, well I'm going to nurture my body through this detox with food. Like I'm going to use fruits and vegetables as medicine and so it was like you know i started eating just really really like whole foods like really keeping an eye on my hydration making sure that i was constantly taking in all of the water that i needed and like quality water drinking juice not like crazy amounts like it wasn't i didn't become like a you know like fucking juice life or anything like that but it was like you know like a ginger shot or like a celery juice you know um and like once a day, maybe, but really eating my nutrition and like lots of dark leafy greens and whole foods and, and things like that. And I started to realize as the days went on, like, I feel better. I feel better. I feel better and better and better. And it just kept going up and up and up. And then after, after, a, you know, a little bit of time, like, you know, a matter of a week or two, it was like, okay, my body's starting to feel pretty functional. It let's let's implement some movement and so it started with you know a quick run around the block like I dug out an old pair of running shoes and it was like I'm gonna go for a little run and then for you know that run and then I get back and stretch maybe do some push-ups and stuff like that and ultimately you know that short run would go from you know 10 minutes to 20 to 30 to Ironman yeah you know, there's there's obviously a lot of info in there. There's a story in there, but that was, you know, um, from that first moment, I crossed the finish line of my first Ironman in Santa Cruz nine months sober. So that was it was a, it was a steady, gradual evolution from that morning that I decided to give it up to nine months later. Now I'm an Ironman.
0: Yeah. Well, I agree. The whole whole reason you went Um, Mm vegan. I appreciate it. A lot of people are, uh, there you go. (laughs) You know, a lot of people are not willing to like start with running around the block and going from like 10 to 20 to 30. And people just want to like jump in sometimes and be a little bit more intense. And so obviously running just seems like the most like logical thing to like exercise to like move your body. But well, what got you to be like, hey, i want to run around the block. To, like, I'm just going to do a full-blown Ironman. There's like a, there's a process that had to happen there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, essentially, it was just the way that it worked out for me. You know, I mean, I like at this point, I can really dive into my understanding of like what running means to a human. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's very primal. Like it's, it's very, it's very human. We are bipedal. You know, Earthlings that are literally designed to travel from one place to another on two feet. Um, we've been marching in unison towards greener pastures for thousands of years. And when you get out there and you just go run and you get in that kind of elongated state of forward motion, something happens. Something happens to the spirit. And so that's that's a whole that's a whole other other thing. You know, that's a part of it. But initially, it was just like. Well, it just seems like, you know, like I had always been like um I'd always admired like the fucking fitness montages of like boxing movies and shit. You see them out there in sweatpants with a hood on like running down yeah. the street. And so it's like there was there was an aspect of me that like always like, well, oh, that's how you do it. That's how you that's how you beat the bad guy. That's how you get better. You know, like it, like it's just like all you got to do is watch any of the 19 Rocky movies and like you know how to how to come back you know and and running is like a part of that you run you do push-ups you like fucking punch trees or something you know it's like (laughs) that was this it was a very like basic entry level like uh you know western idea of like i'm just gonna go run and so i had been running you know for um i think it was i had been clean for a month and going on these little runs and, you know, working out a bit, doing like 10 minute YouTube yoga videos and um, really building a relationship with my nutrition and my food. And I ran into a buddy of mine, a good, good buddy of mine, Jose, who I had known since I was younger. I mean, like the early partying days. And we, we used to party together like crazy. And we, I can't remember where we ran into each other, but it was like, oh, what's up, bro? Like, how you been? Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, dude, I'm a month sober. And I was like, no way like i'm a month sober and so and we had coincidentally both gotten sober in the same week and so when we ran into each other and he was like a high school track star so yeah. he, he was like a state champ like natural gifted runner and so he had gotten back into running naturally because he's sober now and he's you know feeling good and doing his thing and it was like oh dude let's go run so i started running with him a lot And that was just kind of exposed me to the like legitimacy of running a little bit. And then so that in combination with this thing called the November Project, which is this free fitness group that I had from following Rich Roll, having been tuned into like the vegan space, um, I, I was aware of Rich Roll and Rich Roll had gone to this thing here in town he got um, invited by a guy named Brogan Graham, who uh, you know is actually a you know a buddy of mine and, and a super super awesome dude. Like just the vibes through the roof and um, walking optimism that guy. But uh, he had gotten rich to come out to one of the events, and so I had seen that happen and was like, oh shit, that's like down the street from my house. And so I went. The next week, I went. And it was just this fitness group and you just show up and they put you through a workout and it was like all these people like it's 6 AM and we're just in the football stadium at UCLA, just running stairs. And like, I didn't know anybody. I was a total stranger. I showed up alone, you know, I'm like, you know, maybe two months sober or something like that. And like just getting into fitness. So it was like, very like, Oh, you know, like I'm just going to go do this thing, you know, because like a lot of the self work that I had been going through was, you know, telling me like calling me towards like new discovery like you know taking that step like just go going with the desire to to try any and everything and like setting your fears aside like that the old me would have been like no way never never be that vulnerable don't expose yourself yeah what what if they make like what if they laugh at you or what if like You know, you you embarrass yourself or whatever. So that would have been enough to keep the old me home. So I was like, well, you know what? Screw that. I want to be somebody who tries things. I want to be somebody who can just show up and have a good time. And lo and behold, by the end of the first day, I'm fucking high-fiving and hugging strangers. And like, these people became my friends. And so I started going to that every week. And so I'm running with my buddy Jose, I'm going to the November project every, every week. And I started to get tuned into like, oh shit, people training for stuff, you know, like I'd show up in the morning and people, you know, they would have their finisher shirt on from like some 10k they did or a half marathon or whatever. And I was like, oh fuck, that sounds crazy. Like that sounds, you know, like that, that's really cool. And then my buddy Jose was like, well, I'm going to try, I can't remember what the first thing he did was, but he started training for something. And so naturally, you know, I'm just like, well, I gotta, you know, like I gotta train for something. And then my buddy Jose, he called me one day and he's, he's like, Hey,
0: I'm coming to
1: pick you up. Like, don't trip. Like, we're going to go do a thing. And he picks me up and he takes me to this charity 10 K in, in, uh, Temescal Canyon out out here in like Malibu area. Yeah. And and it was like an event, like a legit event. And so we ran it and you know I got like the shirt and all the stuff and it was like oh fuck like this is really cool. Like this is a really, really, there's just the feeling like it was so visceral and intense and like it, I mean it reminded me a lot of like playing a big show or something like for you know from like the years of music and what that would give you or even just going to like a huge show and just like that like you're here and it's live and you're in it and there's people and the energy exchange and and so that first 10K was like, wow, oh, I need to do more of this. And so naturally I'm like, well, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be big. And I'm like, well, I'm going to run a marathon. That was the first thought. I'm going to run a marathon. And then having been tuned into, you know, guys like Rich Roll and John Joseph and, and you know, these, these dudes who have done at the time in my mind, the impossible, you know, I, like I thing at that time. Yeah, I, I had viewed Iron Man as something that was only done by superhuman, elite athletes that, you know, were were just above and beyond my capability. You know, like you hear about that feat and you're like, Wow, you might as well have gone to the moon. Like you're an astronaut. Like yeah. I don't there's no way it's too you late for me. I ain't doing that, you know? And so but with that being said, it was like, Well, actually, no that's the thing that's the thing i i want to sit at that table i want to be an iron man i want to be somebody who can do that thing and so it was like all right well how do i do that and then that's wh- that's where the pursuit started
0: yeah dude that's like, yeah. i've known you for a bit since i since i moved here i think i met you the first like within two days of me moving huh? out at, at the party yeah and i kept hearing tidbits of like your story Throughout like conversations and us connecting, but I'm really happy that I got to get the, the bigger picture of it. I didn't. I want to ask you because I love those moments of like the grind where you're coming back, you know. And you talked about like those Rocky movies where he's running with the hoodie, like running and like punching. And yeah. when you were in that moment, did you know that you were in that moment? You're like, fuck yeah, like this is the time where I'm coming back, or you're just like, now nah, I'm just trying to think of the next step.
1: You know, like. <sighs> Yes. Yes. And, and no, you know, I mean, I would say I'm still in that moment, you know, because like, I'm, I'm constantly moving the, the goalpost, you know, like right now I'm in that moment for the Leona divide. Like yeah. I'm going to be out on the trail, you know, when the sun's going down, you know, maybe with a hood on, depends on what the weather's like, but like, fuck it, you know, grinding it out. And like, so once I, once I set that goalpost of like, it's this day it's this time i gotta be there in the morning as fit as i can possibly be to get the thing done then it's like cue the music and so i will say that that was like my my initial redemption from you know what would be my final rock bottom for sure and and i was i was very aware of the fact that i was like climbing my way out of hell Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, like definitely there's, there's a little bit of of awareness to the fact that this is me taking one, one step at a time, you know, one more rung up the ladder, getting out of that, out of that like pit of despair and working towards the ultimate redemption. And yeah, so for me, (laughs) oh yeah, dragon, Adam was cracking. And you know, like, so that initial redemption checkpoint for me was that first Iron Man. And so it was, yeah, it was, you know, the, the trumpets were going, the music was playing, the hood was up and I was, yeah. I, was, I was grinding it out. And there was like a little bit of like, you know, like I just, I, or not even a little bit, a lot of bit, like of, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm going to get there. I don't care what comes in my way. I'm going to get there. If my legs break, I will crawl to get there and so like that was the mindset it was just pure drive to become for the first time in my life what i told myself i would be you know because there were so many years of just excuses and and reasons why and victim mentality and all of this stuff you know that keeps people limited all of these limiting belief systems that i was just totally okay with for the vast majority of my life i was just done with them and i'm like you know what no like i choose positivity i choose optimism and i choose success in my dreams and so that first challenge that first checkpoint was that was that first ironman race and so yeah it was definitely it was definitely the uh you know the (laughs) the biggest montage i would say but i mean now that i know holy crap i can just achieve what i set my mind to as long as i take those steps yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I expect out of myself moving forward, you know, every year of my life now. Okay, what are we going to get done? What are we going to do for the first time? And how are we going to do it? You know, like, because what else, what else are we going to do with our time here? What else would I choose to do? You know, like, if I know that I can put a goal out there and just grind and chip away at the day to get towards it, then why why wouldn't I? You know, so it's like, movie montage is from here out, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love hearing that because I feel like there's a bit of an excitement that comes, mm-hmm. and obviously sometimes you're in it and you like don't necessarily feel the excitement, but sometimes you know you're in it and you see yourself crawling out of it from like an outside point of view. You are just like, yeah. oh yeah, it's just gonna be big. Like it's gonna be big once I cross that finish line.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I like what you said. Like when you set your mind to do something, that's the, the number one reason why I love fitness. Obviously, there's health and all that stuff, but like once yeah. you accomplish a f- fitness goal. You're like shit, what else can I set? And not only in that realm, but in other areas of life.
1: Yeah, I mean it really raises the bar of what you can expect from yourself, you know? Like, yeah, the, the gains in the in the health and all that stuff, like those are just beautiful, like inherent secondary mm-hmm. gifts that you get from those accomplishments. But it's really what it does to the soul and the spirit and, and the the belief within yourself. You know, for me, like I needed that. I was I was headed downwards without that you know like I didn't believe in myself I didn't have faith in my own success I didn't think that I would achieve anything other than you know dying in that apartment and now it's like oh man, I can run 100 miles <laughs> you <know>? like it's <laughs> gonna it's, it's not gonna look pretty and it's not gonna be easy. But I am bet your ass I'm going to get it done, you know, and like, I'm going to do everything that I can to mm. make it as doable as possible, which means, you know, eating well, going to bed on time, being consistent throughout my day, treating my body good, not, not doing all of these, you know, things that seem easy and will ultimately just hinder my ability
0: to be successful in that goal, you know? Yeah. So being laser focused and just training, like you can run 100 miles and you can run 200 pounds if you want to as long as oh, yeah, people do it long enough if you train for it long enough you can run however fucking distance you want right yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah for sure yeah i just want to answer like justin i started a conversation we love you too and he's like when is a long epic bike ride coming Oh, um, asap I, I i i applied for my visa so it's pending but i can buy a bike because i have more time <laughs> so i'm going to buy a bike and then we can go cycling together yeah um,
1: yeah yeah let's let's set let's set a date Let's set a date for sure and make it happen.
0: Yeah. dude. So I want to ask you because I'm a big believer in mindset. I love human psychology. Like that's, mm-hmm. like that's what drives everyone's transformation. That's the only reason I'm in fitness. If you can transform your body or complete the marathon, complete the Ironman, then you know, you have the strength to do whatever, else, whatever else you want to do in your life, whether yeah. like business, being a better partner, better, yeah. whatever it may be. So I, I just want people to understand that like it's fucking doable. And, you know, your, your story is crazy, man. A lot of people n- will never have to deal with what you dealt with. No, some people will never have to, like, conquer what you had to conquer. But if I asked you, like, Alex from when he was 20 years old, and I would go to Alex when he was 20, and be like, hey, man, this is where you're going to be in, like, 9, 10 years from now. You're going to be competing Ironmans. You're going to be me. You're going to be fucking crushing your life. Like, what would you have told me? If you'd be like, fuck, are you crazy? Or like, oh, yeah, I can see it.
1: So what would what would my twenty year old self tell me, or what would
0: I tell my twenty year old self? What would your twenty year old self tell you now if you were able to go back in time and be like, hey man, this is what your future is gonna look like?
1: Oh, he'd probably call me a fucking cornball and like tell me to get lost. Honestly, and like flick a cigarette in my face, like <laughs> real talk, like real talk. I know, like, would have been like, oh, would you wear fucking spandex? You know. <laughs> the answer is yes yes, yes. <laughs> yes hey you bet i do pal yeah i you you know how many days i'm so i'm walking through the grocery store to get like electrolytes with the the, the shoes on the helmet still on yes yeah. <laughs> re- ready to get
0: sleek all right yeah. i'm
1: in and out of there so quick
0: yeah and so now reversing the timelines if you had the opportunity to go back to a 20 year old self, what would you tell yourself not a thing Not a thing. I'd let him him
1: go. I would, like, back to the future style, like, newspaper up, you know? Because the thing is, is that I needed to learn every single one of those lessons to become the person that I am today. Had I not gone through every single step of that journey, I wouldn't have, for whatever reason, whatever it did to my neurochemistry or whatever, it wouldn't have built me into the person who was capable of doing the things that i'm doing now you know like had i just had i never had that problem with drinking or 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 you know nipped it in the butt real quick like i don't know where i would be i don't know where i would be i i I would i would make an assumption that it wouldn't be nearly as exciting or extravagant as it is now and and like i love my life i love my story i'm grateful and fortunate enough to have survived Mm -hmm. that that journey because that's the sad truth of you know addiction is a lot of people never will get sober and so and that's ultimately why i work in addiction recovery now and you know because if there's anything that i can do to help even just one person in the rest of my entire life that's what i need to do with my time Uh, i'm drinking coffee i'm drinking coffee uh, Kalua on the rocks yeah Uh, (laughs) so we haven't gotten to the end of this story yet i'm off the wagon no, it's just coffee. Four years, two months dry, and you know I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing because it's uh, in 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 this timeline, you know, in this in this reality, in this dimension, man. I am the highest version of myself that I should be, and every bit of that road was all a part of me getting to this moment, talking to you. So I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't tell him shit. I'd get back in the DeLorean, you know. Oh, I, I mean, I'd probably. I'd hang out for a little bit. I'd do, yeah. I'd do some stuff. R- real talk, though, if I could travel back in time at all, I would go back to dinosaurs.
0: Yeah. Why What's is that? 100%. Did you experience it?
1: Yeah. I don't think there's anything that, like, real talk, this is my opinion, this has always been my stance, I don't think there's anything that I could see humans do that would be nearly as mind-blowing as seeing dinosaurs. Like, Ooh. you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like oh cool humans building things out of like clay and whatever like it'd be crazy but yeah. You seeing like, your- yeah seeing like a you know like a bronchiosaurus like just tower over the land or like 15 of them yeah. walking by like i don't know that would just and then yeah like getting eaten by like a t-rex would be pretty a pretty
0: cool way to go out yes <laughs> um i love it so <laughs> Oh, we had a. is there a question here. Oh yeah, yeah. Is there, is we got questions or, or are we not that cool? I I think there was one, but it left. I'm not too sure that, like the function question on it, but so you guys have any questions, be sure to ask them uh, in the comment section. Um, yeah. I see two. Okay. Go for it, man. How do I, what do I just click on it? Well, if you can, yeah, if you can read it. I yeah. Can't... Well, so one of them says sports and martial arts. Oh, that's, that's from my... Oh, that's from my poll earlier today. I guess it's pulling up the questions from my, I did a poll of like, what kinds of cardio do you consider fun? Oh, <laughs> so was, those are like irrelevant. Story. Yeah,
1: because one of them says, one of them just says tumbling.
0: Yeah, I, I guess tumbling is someone's favorite form of cardio, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what's
1: actually funny, so like, in my very early sobriety, in the nature of like, I'm going to try anything and everything, So, so initially... One of my first lines of thoughts is I'm going to revisit things about my life that I used to be in love with. So I started skateboarding again, like I hadn't skated in, in a, in a really long time. And it was like, I'm going to skate for at least like five, 10 minutes, like minimum, like I'm going to get on a skateboard every day for a yeah. little bit and go skate. And I also was like, I'm going to get better at skating than I've ever been in my life. So I want, you know, so I started setting up goals. Like, all right, I got to land these tricks again. I got to get this good. I want to do something new on the board that I've never done before. So I started skating again. that's actually, I actually kind of forget that that was one of my, that was with the running and the, and the, in the, like the stretching and yoga and stuff. Like I'm hesitant to call it yoga because it was very basic, but like skating was a huge, huge, huge part of getting moving um, in, in the, in the beginning of my sobriety. And then I also, I had a buddy who was a stuntman in the film industry and he trained at a parkour gym. And so I started going once a week to a parkour gym. And because I, I I always wanted to be able to do a standing backflip. Yeah. And that was like something that uh, when I was younger, I had these buddies that were just really good at that stuff. Like uh, in my in my first like high school hardcore band that I was in, my buddy AJ and then my other buddy Travis, they they would like run up a streetlight and backflip off of it. And like they super like, like acrobatic and i was yeah. always like man i wish i could do that so like my whole life i just had like such fomo of being able to flip around and do things so yeah. i was like that's something i want to learn how to do so i started going to a parkour gym and like doing all this weird stunt stuff yeah. Did you <laughs> i did yeah 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 nice. yeah. <laughs> but i like messed up my ankle doing it so because i had so i had, i rolled my ankle skating and then it was getting better and i did a backflip and when i landed it it like popped my ankle and yes. like and so and it just messed up my ankle really bad and then so over the over the months as i started getting more serious yes. about my training and then ultimately like i'm gonna do an iron man i those things got back burner because i kept getting injured doing those things so it was like you know try running on a, on a sprained ankle it's like not fun so i was like all right well i gotta kind of choose which of these is like you know Not more important, but more specific to the the task at hand, you know? Because I didn't give up skating. I essentially just traded my street deck for a longboard. And so it was like, okay, well, I can go push on the boardwalk. And like the chances of getting hurt doing that are much more slim than like dropping into a pool and trying to like do tricks and stuff, you know, like skating, skating a skate park, like you're going to eat shit more often than you land things for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's the nature of skating you you yeah. fall more than you land things like you're lucky if you stick
0: it you know yeah um,
1: and so uh so yeah
0: it was huh uh, you can definitely sit on a longboard it happened twice when i with nevi and uh, i was yeah. in a little tiny rock just a little tiny rock you didn't know it's there and you just
1: yeah yeah i will say that like luckily i have i have i have enough skating under my belt to where just going forward, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like good at not not eating shit, you know. Like if I'm just skating, like, or and I'm also pretty good at falling. That's the yeah. one thing. Is like the more you skate, the better you get at falling and yeah. like not really getting hurt, you know. That's also how I became friends with Nima. Was skating, okay. so yeah, because like we realized that we both like like to go longboarding, and so it was like, oh dude, let's go skate and so and that was that was the day that was the day i met chris too was i went i went to meet up with neemai and escape and it was like chris you know doing the thing on the on the boardwalk and like that was just that was it like it was like every day moving forward like you know escape
0: nice how, how when did you guys it, when did you meet them like two years ago
1: well i met mean, I, I had known neemai like slightly just from like being in the space mm-hmm. i met i met him like I don't know how many years ago, like four years ago at like a vegan event, you know, and it was just like, oh, what's up, dude? Like whatever. So we like had kind of kept in touch. And then, uh, and then, yeah, it was like two years ago. Like we finally like met up to go skate, but I didn't know Chris at all. I didn't know Chris at all. It was I had seen Chris in pictures and like, that was yeah. the funniest thing because like when he was like riding up on the skateboard, I was
0: like, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> And you guys are best buds in racing together. That's
1: amazing. Yeah, well, yeah. He's like one of my closest friend, and it's just it's just so funny because like I, you know, i would seen pictures of like the green wall and golds, and then there was like the dude in, with, or with, with the dreadlocks, you know. And like yeah. i would looked at his page a few times and just been like, oh
0: man, ah, oh, Rastafari. Yeah, that's nice. Dude, uh, you get a few questions here. Some of them we've already answered, so some people can go back in the recording. But one of them was like, how did you start your vegan life? And the other was, how long have you been vegan?
1: Well, so, yeah, this I, it was five and a half years ago. And, you know, getting Bodhi. So when, when Bodhi came into the picture, it was time for me to stop eating animals. And now I, I will say that when I was younger, I did have some stents of, like, vegan vegetarianism when I was, when I was a teenager. Being in the music scene and and going to you know like shows and stuff and and, and going to I like Warp Tour was like the annual you know like uh, uh, ceremony for me and my friends growing up, and uh, there was always like a pita booth there. Yeah, and so I I had I, and I had a few friends that were vegetarian and, and vegans and stuff. So for like four years of my teens, I was like vegan vegetarian, and then when I was like 19, nineteen twenty. I started eating meat again, and then I wouldn't go vegan again until Bodhi came into the picture. So this time around, it's been yeah, like five and a half years, but essentially, I like I would say honestly that it's always been a core value of mine as long as I can remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, one of them is that one was answered too earlier. But if you go back in your past, would you change something? Which I, I love. you Yeah. <laughs> no there needed to be that buildup of events and pain to just trigger it at the perfect time when you watched that show and you had your dog.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, everything happens for a reason. And I, that's such a cliche thing to say. And even that's saying true. that after it is cliche. And so it's just like a cliche snowball. But yeah, everything does happen for a reason. You are right where you need to be to make the next best decision you'll ever make in your life at all times.
0: I love that. Man, I, I just want to say, like, I know you have to go, too, because you're, you're working today, right, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I do I do want to respect your time. Um, I do want to say a big massive thank you for taking the time to to jump on the live. Once sure. I find my time, we can go ride. I'm hoping to do that within the next month. It's just, I went running yesterday. I'm like, it's crazy that I can run in February. It's so freaking beautiful here. It's like minus 30 in Canada. So yeah. uh, I'm excited to be able to go ride with you outdoors and get some Justin to come down, too. Yeah, uh, and Any last message you want to share with the the people listening live or on the replay?
1: I would just say, find something that you can do today that you you might be sitting on the fence about. You know, whether that's like a journal entry or picking up the guitar and and trying to learn some chords or going for a five-minute run or stretching for five minutes or doing five minutes of breath work, you know, like, no matter how big or small, don't try not to go to sleep tonight without challenging yourself for
0: a little bit. Good, I love that. And uh, man, we got to record a podcast together. We'll find a time to record, get a full hour conversation. Uh, yeah. But yeah, dude, I really appreciate you jumping on the podcast, man. i uh excited to continue working out with you and do some more events. And uh, I'll let you know when I come down to Venice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no more
1: secret, uh, secret workouts,
0: huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one was a last-minute one.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 No, I'll I see
0: how it is. <laughs> I'll text you Madness. Um But yeah, dude, ha- have an awesome day, and uh, yeah, I'll-, I'll text with you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Siguoy and on YouTube at Fit Vegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.